What's up, Pharmacy Nation? I'm Pharmacy Joe. Thank you for being a listener of the Elective Rotation, a critical care and hospital pharmacy podcast. This is episode 735. In this episode, I'll discuss a study about a restrictive fluid strategy for patients with sepsis presenting to the emergency department. I have all the evidence supporting today's show linked up in the show notes at pharmacyjoe.com slash episode 735. For over two decades, aggressive fluid restriction has been a mainstay of treatment recommendations for patients with sepsis. And while there is little debate that strict fluid restriction in a septic patient can lead to hypoperfusion and impaired circulation, some experts feel the pendulum has swung too far in the direction of liberal fluid administration and that this causes its own set of problems, namely fluid overload, edema, and kidney damage. Specifically, it's felt that the recommendation to give 30 ml per kilo of crystalloid IV fluid to all septic patients is based on low-quality evidence. Furthermore, some recent studies looking at fluid volumes in adult patients with primarily septic shock in the ICU have shown either no difference or indicated a benefit with fluid restriction. Since there is now clinical equipoise on the study of how much fluid for a septic patient is the right amount, a group of authors recently published a feasibility study in academic emergency medicine that looked at standard of care versus a fluid-restricted protocol in septic patients who presented to an ED but were not in shock. In the restrictive group, IV crystalloids were not given unless one of the following four criteria were met. A lactate concentration above 4 millimoles per liter. Hypotension defined as systolic blood pressure less than 90 millimeters of mercury. Modeling beyond the edge of kneecap. Severe oliguria which was defined as diuresis of less than 0.1 ml per kilo per hour during the first four hours of admission to the ED. If one or more of these criteria were met, a fluid bolus of 250 ml isotonic crystalloid IV fluid could be administered per protocol. 123 patients were split between the two groups in this study. At 24 hours, the mean IV crystalloid fluid volumes were just under 600 ml in the restrictive group and just under 1400 ml in the standard of care group. One third of the patients in the restricted group did have a protocol violation where they received an IV bolus despite not meeting criteria. Almost two thirds of the patients in the restrictive group did not receive crystalloid fluids unless as a carrier for medication to correct electrolytes or to replace fluid loss. The authors concluded it was feasible to restrict IV fluids in septic ED patients that were not in shock, and this justifies larger studies to examine the issue at a scale big enough to draw more firm conclusions on outcomes between these two strategies. Keep an eye out for more studies drilling down on exactly how much fluid should be given to septic patients. To access my free download area with 20 different resources to help you in your practice, go to pharmacyjoe.com free. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the elective rotation.